Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At The Podium. This is episode 18, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist. Follow me on Twitter at Michael Kist NFL, And of course, follow all the work from our fantastic crew of writers at BleedingGreenNation.com. We got our usual Monday triple threat of press conferences today. The first set are Doug Peterson after the game, followed by Nick Foles. Among other things, both of them talk about the methodology behind the game-winning touchdown catch from Golden Tate and the plays leading up to that. This is followed up by Doug Peterson on Monday after having a night to reflect on the game. He talked about how this is a different Eagles team that played the New Orleans Saints in the regular season. They've got a different mindset. They're a different group. They've learned from it, and they've gotten better, and I would definitely agree with that. The Saints' loss was a low point in the season for the Eagles, and it'll be fascinating to see what the difference is in this team in the rematch with the Saints in the divisional round, if it's enough to survive in advance against a very good Saints team. Coming up next on Bleeding Green Nation, we're going to have our usual film review breakdown on the Kist and Solak show, followed by the QB Sco show. Three more preview shows, and we're definitely going to have some special guests to help break down this playoff game from every angle. So make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast app you are using to listen to this because you don't want to miss anything. But enough of that. Let's go to the podium. Actually, that was the third play in a row that we ran down there. The first two plays actually had that kill attached to it. It was a kill play. It was a run kill to that play. And uh, we just, you know, I just... Nick and I, we talked on the sideline, and we said, you know what, let's 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 just run the sprint out. Um, so actually, that was uh, that was the third play in a row that we ran, and well executed. Successfully ran that play in 2012 to win a game on a last second touchdown to Jeremy Macklin, if you recall, and he called Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. This one too. I mean, was, did he call? No, it was it was it was still part of the the game plan. I mean, we just we knew that. Uh, had a feeling that, 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 that Coach Fangio, he, he's a zero blitz guy when you kind of got to have it and and uh, felt like that it was the best thing to do was get him on the move at that time. You walked in here, you appear to be still pretty emotional for the locker room. I had something in my eye. Huh? Still do, actually. Hey, don't ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, I am. I was a great win. <laughs> what, what are you feeling right now? I mean, just just overwhelmed. I mean, that's a good football team. And, uh, um, you know, Matt Nagy did a great job this season, and, and my hat's off to him. And, and that Chicago Bear team, it's, it's a tremendous football team. And, and quite frankly, just for us to come in here and, and just, just hang together for 60 minutes, we knew it was going to be uh, that type of football game. And um, we hung in there. We made uh, – it wasn't pretty at times, but uh, we made the plays when we needed to. And and uh, my hat's off to, to our guys and, and, and my coaches. It's like the legend of him being able to continue to do this that final drive. You're down, comes down the field, down to that last play on fourth down. 
Yeah, and you know, and he had had some help. Um, you know, Golden obviously making the play at the end. Alshon made a big catch. Dallas made some huge catches. Zach, I mean, just go around the around the room there. And um, you know, Nick is Nick is Nick. He's going to stay calm. He's going to stay collected. Um, just you know, very efficient. You know, it wasn't uh, again. It wasn't pretty at times. I know the you know the two turnovers early in the first half, which could have led to some points. But uh, you know, he hung in there and, and did some good things. As the Bears that final drive there and set up for the field goal. What's going on in, in, in uh, your mind in that situation? Well, we were still talking uh, scenarios for us offensively. Um, still had one timeout, I think, at the time. And, you know, um, just uh, preparing to, to get the ball back and, and, and see how much time we had and just kind of getting ready for the next series. Was there any thought to keeping that timeout in case you had to start going the other way? Yeah, I mean, we could have. There, there could have been several things. I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, um, but uh, you know, it turned out to be a pretty good decision to save it on the on the final play of the game. You tried to ice Cody Parkey earlier in the game, and it didn't work. So, were you thinking to yourself, "Do I do it or not do it?" Or you were just going to? Go I was doing it regardless. I was doing. It. I wasn't even thinking about the first half. Uh, I was going to use it. I wasn't going to take it with me. But what is it? What is it about Nick Foles that puts him that, that makes him different in those moments? I mean, he had the, the middle of the game is not very good for him. Then the last four minutes were you know, kind of what we come to maybe unrealistically suspect. You know, it's it's playing it's playing quarterback in the National Football League. It's it's not always going to be pretty. Um, and and you know, but you have you have confidence in your offense. You have confidence in your quarterback. And you know, you put it uh, quite frankly, put it in his hands to, to win. And you know, he just does a great job of just staying staying in the moment, staying calm, and uh, you know, no panic. There was no panic on on offense or on the sideline. And um, even after we punted the football there, um, felt like if, you know defense got a three and out. We just offensively just say, "Hey, we're going to put a drive together and score." And and uh, you know well, we set our mind to it. and We did it. How was he able to do everything that he normally would do? Was he limited by the? Yeah, no, no. He actually did did everything. Um, you know, we had the walkthrough on Wednesdays. So there's not a ton of throwing there. And then Thursday, you know, took everything in, on Thursday and Friday. So um, he had a normal week. When you when Alshon had caught that first down pass down to the two, you had two runs called first. What, what, what was, can you well, those were the two. Those were the two plays that had that kill attached to it. Uh, we still had plenty of time, and and uh, you know we still had the timeouts there, and, and uh, you know it, it's a run, kill to a pass. So we kind of had the best of both worlds there, um, and I, you know credit the Bears they came off the edge with the outside backer there and and uh, and tackled us, and, and fortunately we were able to finish the drive. In the first half, second half, kind of switched that up a little bit. Was that was that the plan? A little bit, you know. I, I probably could have, you know, called a few more passes on first down early in the game, uh, particularly on first down. So, I mean, I'll, I'll look at that, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow and get better. How important is, is the experience, playoff experience for you guys, especially in that last drive, knowing that you guys have done this before? You know, Super Bowl title versus a team that. Well, I, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of confidence in the in the room. You know, the team. Um, Guys understand that uh, you know everything matters. Every play matters. Uh, these games, these 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 postseason games are gonna you know they're gonna be full sixty minute games and um, you know and, and just uh, it's just a matter of uh, just just staying in the moment. You know, I don't let things get too 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 big for us and uh, you know um, rely on your playmakers to make plays and you know I, I do think that being in this situation last year has has prepared us for this for this time. Message to the players. 
message basically was was uh, you know team effort, great team effort. Um, you know, part of part of uh, you know to, to just to go one and zero each week and uh, gives ourselves an op- another opportunity next week. And um, guys are excited, guys are uh, thrilled, but uh, uh, we know that we've got to uh, clean some things up and get ready for next week. Considering Calvin's opponent, you faced tonight with the way the offensive line held up. Our offensive line did some did some great things. I mean, they, they really held up well. Um, you know, without looking at any numbers, I don't I don't know what the sacks or pressures hurries are, but um, you know, gave gave Nick some time to throw and, and push the ball down the field. And you know, uh, sometimes sometimes uh, you know it's going to happen that way where you gotta you gotta throw a little bit more than you'd like to, but. Uh, our offensive line uh, did, did a nice job. New Orleans not your best trip this year. Your thoughts about going back and trying to make some amends? Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't very good the first time. And, you know, um, we'll take a look at that film. Uh, we'll take a look at this one. Uh, I, I think I think uh, we're, we're a different football team now than we were then. And, you know, we just got to put a good plan together in all three phases and, uh, you know, go back down there. We're on the road. It's going to be in a dome. It's going to be loud again. All those things. And uh, uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Eddie Jackson not playing. I know he obviously can make a big difference back there. Yeah, yeah no, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, no, we, we stuck to what we had. Your defense was one of the guys we're talking about this week that by the end of the day, we're going to be the better defense. Fletch talked about it. Brandon talked about it. A lot of guys did. For your defense to come in here and really contain them for most of the game with all the injuries you've had, what does it say about this defense that, you know, kind of patchwork guys out there at times are able to get it? It, it, it just shows that, uh, one, they're, they're getting better as a unit playing together with some of the young guys that are out there. Um, I think I think Maddox is, is playing well. LeBlanc is playing well in the back end. You know, uh, Trey has come on. I, I wish he would have caught the ball there at the end of the half, but but uh, he, he's been coming on. And, and really, Razul. Razul's, he's done a nice job here down the stretch, and, and uh, those young players are just getting valuable experience, and um, that's what it takes. And, and our defense has a lot of confidence right now. We know that it starts up front with our with our front four, um, putting pressure on quarterbacks and trying to stop the run. And um, you know they they did a nice job today. All right, thank you. Thank you. You know why don't we move the pocket and you know put one of our you know best guys on one of their guys and let them win? So um, Doug Doug and I discussed it. He was all for it. So. You guys make that play, make that decision. What's going through your mind as you go to the line of scrimmage? Are you snap and you roll out there? Um, really just reading body language. It's really, you know, there's two routes, um, Golden's primary. So it's really just, you know, let him win. And, you know, that's, that's, it's really a simple play. And he did a great job of really selling his route, hesitation and getting out. And he's got great hands, as you can see. And he, he made a lot of big plays for us tonight. Who's secondary? Was it Nelson or, or Alshon? Um, Alshon. Was it the same play from the, from the Mackle touchdown? Uh, similar, but different. It's not the same one, but it's sim- similar concept with just a, you know, route, working on versus man and getting out of the break. Nick, what, Nick, what was your message to the team in the huddle on that prior to that final drive? I mean, it's like we always talk about, you know, just staying in the moment. That's been the, you know, what I've been focusing on. That's what we've been focusing on. Um, you know, not, you know, it was a crazy game. Um, that's a tremendous team. Um, you know, playing here, this is a crazy place to play. And, uh, you know, our defense did an amazing job tonight, really keeping us in it. You know, the first half was, you know, we struggled on offense. I struggled through a couple picks. Um, but, you know, the last drive was really just stay in the moment, let's play the play, let's just keep going, let's march. 
Um, we didn't have to do anything too crazy. We just needed to play, and uh, we were able to settle down in the second half and make some plays, and you know, it was a huge team win for us. You talk about staying in the moment. Do you say to yourself at any point as you're in this high-pressure situation that I've been here before, I did this last year on the biggest stage, you know, this is not not re- not really that. More so, just what I learned on those stages is just how to calm myself in a, a chaotic moment um, when there's you know from the outside world it's a ton of pressure and just really simplifying it in my head, getting in the huddle, looking at the guys that I trust, um, know that it's all on the line for us and we're just going to get the job done. Um, it's just belief in one another. So um, that's just from you know being around these guys, having the relationship. Um, and that's what wins games in the fourth quarter is, is we talk about brotherhood. Um, going to work every single day. Uh, you know, the game wasn't going great in the first half offensively, but our defense was keeping us in it. And they just kept coming to silence. We got you. We got you. We're going to get you the ball back. And there was never, and I always talk about it, like they never turn. They never, you know, get upset. They just had our back. And it was ultimately a great team win. In the final minute, did you have any flashbacks to your first playoff game? when you left the field with the lead and then the big return and the game-winning field goal? Yeah, I mean, there was definitely some similarities there. Um, that definitely came into my mind a little bit, but, um, you know, we were fortunate. Um, Parky's an amazing kicker. He's one of the best in the league, and I, I said it earlier, you know, he makes that 99 out of 100 times. We were just fortunate that that was the one he missed. Nick, how important is it when you're in the huddle in that situation that the, the other guys in the huddle see you calm and see you kind of composed and not showing any signs of yeah, I mean, it's, it's always important. It's always important to be genuinely that way. Um, so um, they can see through it if you're faking it. So, But I draw my strength from, you know, those guys in the huddle, just look in their eyes, the belief they have, um, not only in me but in one another. And know, knowing that, you know, this was a, a, a crazy game. There was a lot of adversity. I mean, this is a, one of the most hostile environments I've played in. You know, their, their fans came out, and, you know, we still had a lot of support here too, but um, it was a – you know, I'll, I'll sleep well tonight for sure. Doug, uh, me, Nick, Doug said earlier that on first and second down, there's handoffs to Sproles, there was the kill, and yeah. the sprint out was the, was the play there. Why would you stay with the, uh, the runs? The, um, the look that they gave us was the look that we wanted for the run. Um, it wasn't the kill look. What was the, uh, the, the where you had the Philly special look, but you just had the direct snap? Yeah, it was just uh, – What was that play called? Um, well, it didn't work, so – I mean, I don't know if they want me saying it. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to keep that one to myself. What's going on? What's clicking with this team now over, over these past few weeks? You know, it, it's just been the course of the year. Um, you know, just finding the DNA of the team, um, going through. We've gone through a lot as a team, and we've, we've continued to stick together. Everyone at the NovaCare facility just keeps believing in one another, and uh, it just takes time. And I think the big thing is, is it's about relationships. It's about believing in one another. Um, in the hard times, it's easy to pat each other on the back when things are going well. It's, hey, when things aren't going well or, you know, I throw a couple of picks, you know, what's going to happen? And, you know, what happened today was I threw a couple of picks, made a couple of mistakes, but the other guys were there to be there for me, lift me up. Defense said they got me, and that's what this team's about. You and Alshon seem to have a really good connection uh, most of the time. Obviously, he played here before. Did you sense that this game meant anything different, obviously, beyond – you know, a playoff game, anything for him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime you play against your former team, um, you know, you obviously go out there and you focus and you want to play. But, yeah, there's always something. There's always added something. And I, I knew that going in here, uh, coming back to Chicago where, you know, he was an elite receiver when he was here, you know, that's emotional. But, you know, he always comes ready to play, and he's a big-time player. What was the play on the third nine that you completed to him down to the two? And was, you know, was he the first read there? Yeah, I mean, you're sort of reading through an area, but, um, you know, you're reading defenders on that one, just the way they coverage, but you, you really want to get it to him. So the way the defenders reacted to the concept, it, it opened up nicely for him. 
he said kind of said before that you know every game you play now could be your last not really in the last series um it's more so when i sit in the locker room um you know after a game you know i always try to take a moment and just sit there and just reflect because um, you know you're enjoying it with your teammates but it's also you're giving everything you have and i realized then that I, I i'm blessed to be able to wear this jersey at least one more week and that's something that you know i get to play with these guys one more week i, I get to be with the coaches one more week and that's something that's really you know i look forward to and i'm blessed to be a part of it in the game, but what did you notice from your teammates after the uh, the New Orleans loss the first time, and, and what are your thoughts about the uh, opportunity to have a rematch? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously the first time uh, New Orleans came out, and you know they did a really good job versus us. Um, you know they. You know, it wasn't a good game for us, but at the same time, the thing that impressed me about my team is even in those moments where you know it wasn't a good game for us, we still stuck together. Um, so it'll, it's going to be a, a tall task this week. You know, New Orleans is, you know, they had a bye week. They're a tremendous team. Uh, they had an amazing season, but, you know, I love these guys that I get to go play with. I know we're ready for this week, um, you know, just one day at a time. You know, now we, we get to go back home, get a little sleep, get our bodies ready, and get ready to roll again. You've had practiced with Golden Tate very much because you came in late in the season, but how long do you, how many times do you think you practiced that, that play with him? That one, um, you know, once or twice. So I just, you know, I read body language um, and it's, it comes down to trusting your guy to get open. And, uh, you know, he came out big tonight I and mean, he's a playmaker. He made some great catches and he's really helped us a lot. He's coming along. You've had a few games earlier in your career where you had those interceptions early and the result wasn't what it was tonight. What was different for you? Are you a different quarterback now in those situations? Yeah, I think that um, those games are tough when you make mistakes early that hurt your team and, you know, it can affect you because you want to go out there and you want to help. Um, and I think sometimes you can start forcing it. Um, you can be a little gun shy um, as a younger player. But, you know, what I've learned is it's, I talk about staying in the moment, good or bad. You know, when I'm if I throw a couple touchdowns early, still it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Just keep playing. Just keep playing. This, unfortunately, made a couple mistakes, but still the same thing. Hey, just get back. It's 0-0. Zero, zero, just play. Trust your teammates. Play. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I pull on things that I've learned. Um, I'm always learning. I learned a lot about, you know, myself tonight. I learned a lot about my teammates. And, you know, that's where we continue to grow as a team. And that's that y'all keep asking me every week, like, what's gelling? It's, it's this continual growth through these games that we go through um, that really helps our team mesh. And, um, you know, we continue to grow tonight. We have time for two more. Eddie Jackson didn't play. Did you sense the man in the middle of the field there was a little more room than there might normally be? You know, they they did a great job. You know, he's a he's a great player. I think they did a, you know, that defense, the thing that impressed me on film was obviously their front, but the way they can move their coverages and disguise their coverages. And, you know, I thought they, they do it amongst the best I've ever played against. Um, you know, they did a really good job tonight, um, even without him out there. How'd you feel physically? How'd you come out with the ribs? Um, I feel good. I feel good. Um, you know, we gave it everything we had tonight. So, like I said, we'll sleep good. All right. Thank you. All right, thank you all. How'd you come out in terms of the injuries and, and anything? Good. With, uh, Nick, did you have to test Nick again? Foles? Yeah. No. No, he came out good. Yeah. Sorry, yes. You guys have faced some of the best defensive linemen and some of the best defenses in the league during your streak. How well do you think your line has sort of answered that call? You know, I think I think they uh, they rise to the occasion, they rise to the challenge. Um, you know, every time that or any time that you know uh, we hear a lot about our opponent, 
uh, especially the guys up front. And we've listened, and you said it, we've played a lot of really, really good defensive linemen this year, DNs, D tackles, and and uh, it just seems like our guys really uh, embrace that opportunity, embrace the challenge, and they have a great week of practice preparation. We, I'm going to tell you, Joe Osman, um, he, he, he's a practice squad player. He was Khalil Mack last week. He's been Aaron Donald. He, I mean, he's been – and he gives us great looks, and really, that's where it starts. And and um, our, our guys really, as I said, they do embrace it, and they rise up and do a nice job in the game. Jason Peters specifically, he's had some games this year where he couldn't make it through. What have you seen from him, and what has impressed you about his game? Well, I think number one, he's 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 feeling better each week. Um, obviously, you know the the added rest that we're giving him, he's just he's feeling better, and he, he felt felt good yesterday and. Listen, he, he's a professional. He, he gets himself prepared, you know, m- more probably mentally during the week than, than physical, obviously. Um, and and he's he's an all-pro left tackle in my mind, and, and he continues to play, play at a high level. Is it perfect all the time? No. I mean, there's going to be times when he gets beat, but he's uh, he, he's steady, he's reliable, and and uh, he played played well yesterday. Can you talk about what his sort of status in the locker room is? His status? Um, I mean, he, he's, he, he's a leader on the team. I mean, I, I, you, you watch him talk to the guys, even when he's not in the game, he's talking to the guys and he's, he leads a lot by, um, by example that way, you know, on and off the football field. So uh, guys have a lot of respect for him. There's been a lot of new guys who come in since the season started who are contributing uh, a lot to you guys. Can you talk about the you know, on both sides of the ball? Just talk about the process of kind of acclimating so many new people and you know and, and then being productive. Yeah, um, you, know, you can go all the way back to you know Trayvon Hester, who we activated early in the season off practice squad, and then has a big hand in the game last night. Um, and, you like that? <laughs> um, and then, and then you continue to go, and, and you you add Golden Tate, you add you know Craven LeBlanc, and you know you, you activate Trey Sullivan, and, and you know all these different pieces that uh, um, you know were on practice squad. A Shandon Sullivan who was active and he's still with us on practice squad. Guys like that that have all had impacts, you know, this season. And um, it, number one, it's a credit to the the. It's more on defense, obviously. So the the defensive staff, you know, coaching these guys up, and and um, you know, we we say next man up, but this year has always been next man, and maybe even the second man up. And and so credit the coaches for preparing them each week, and and um, you know, and I think too, right now you're seeing that these guys are are playing a lot more minutes together, and so they're getting a little more comfortable with the scheme. And I think of Rizul Douglas and and how well he's been playing, and how well he's been tackling, and and really being a more more physical corner like like we expect him to be and and uh it, that's a bright spot as well and then then you throw in Maddox you know who's a rookie corner who he's battling injury right now but he's playing he's playing through it and he's and he's playing good and um like I said they're just they're coming together at the right time what's the process like with um, your pro scouts and the coaching staff when you're looking at a player who you can pick up or well, you know, obviously we rely a lot on the on the on the personnel side. You know, the pro staff side. You know, they're the ones looking and constantly um, checking rosters and waiver wires and things like that for players that we could add. You know, depth to a position and and then if there is a player or two that uh, of interest, they'll they'll bring it either they'll bring it to myself and then of course we 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 put it off on the uh, position coach to to take a look at and 
and see if that person is uh, or that athlete is, you know, has an opportunity on our roster. So um, it's a great process. Uh, we do, like I said, do spend a lot of time letting the personnel side kind of handle it. But, you know, coaches have a little part in making that decision as well. Who is this? Golden. Didn't, didn't seem to make many waves when he wasn't playing for a stretch there. Um, but he was still ready to step up in a big moment last night. What does that say about him, and what's it been like working with him? Since well, it's, it's exactly the, the person we knew we were getting. Um, and, and this guy, you know, obviously, you know, was a starter and then kind of came in and became a role player, you know, so kind of a little bit took a, took a seat, you know, a little bit, uh, stepped back and, and had to kind of get comfortable with the offense. And then, you know, as, as, you know, Mike and myself and the staff, we put game plans together. We, we, we think of our playmakers in mind and, and have, have certain plays for guys. And, you know, each week he just shows that he can handle more and more and more. And, um, obviously we get, you know, in practice, we get more plays repped in practice than we do get called necessarily sometimes in a game. So you see more in practice from him. But, you know, uh, he just keeps getting better, and uh, he's really good at, you know, the, the types of catches that he made last night, you know, and especially the fourth down and in, in, to, to, to win the game or at least to go ahead. Um, those are the things he can do. He's very strong at the ball. You know, he can, he, we know he's strong after the catch. He's strong, you know, breaking tackles uh, and, and played, played well. I mean, that's, it's just it. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you can't be scared to, to speak your mind, you know, in situations. It's, uh, you know, it's no different than if I'm going to, you know, go for it on fourth down. I, I, I trust the players. And, and, and the same is, same is true. If they have ideas and they want to bring them to us, you know, I got to trust that. And, and, and so the, the, the conversation is just that. It's open. It's, it's honest. Uh, it's real. It's based on what, what he's seeing, based on what, what we're seeing as coaches, what I'm seeing as, as a play caller. And, um, you know, if, if the instinct is right, if the gut feel is right, we go with it. Speaking of Golden, um, the catch he made in the second quarter where he took that shot, I mean, what, what does that say about his toughness? I mean, just how he was able to hold on. He's tough. Oh, um, that's again, that's just who he is. Uh, that's the type of player he is. You know, he's got that running back mentality. Um, again, strong at the ball, strong at the point. And, and quite frankly, the, the first guy normally doesn't bring him down, you know, and, and, uh, he made, that was a, that was a, that was a sweet catch. Obviously a big play in the game. Um, as of course the last one, but that's what, that's who he is. And, and that's, uh, and that's what we, we expected out of him, and we got to do more of that. Why do you feel that kind of set the tone a little bit as far as, like, the toughness you guys showed throughout the game? Yeah, I think that's part of it. You know, I, I think that's a, a big part of um, – it, it, can, it can spill over to the rest of the group, you know, especially the receiver group, because um, we ask them to do a lot, and not only in the passing game but in the running game as well, to block safeties, block corners sometimes linebackers, and, and that sort of aggressive mentality can carry over in, in other areas. So let's, going back to Landon and J.P. real quick, uh, as a play caller, would you feel comfortable to have tackles that you can leave on an island, even against players like Mac? How much easier does it make for you? 
Well, as a play caller, it makes it a little easier because um, they're playing well and they're they're controlling the line of scrimmage. It's something we talk about each week, and um, you know, the more guys you can you can you can put into the into a route, obviously, more opportunities for completions. And and um, you know, we we did our fair share of of uh, you know our our chips and slams and different things that we do with 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 the ends and sometimes tackles. But um, when our guys play at a high level and, and play as well as they did. Um, yeah, it does make it a little bit easier to, to just call plays. Hey, Doug, what's the approach you take with the uh, first Saints game? Is that a resource this week, or is it something you try to flush away? Well, immediately after the game, you flush it, and you're moving on to the next week's opponent. I think for us this week, it's more of the resource. We go back and look at scheme. We go back and look at personnel. Um, and, and, you know, um, you can't look at the final score. Obviously, we all know that, but you got to look at it from just X's and O's, pure X's and O's. And and it's good to have played them, you know, because then you got that on tape. You got us versus them on tape, and, and you can go back and review and, and use it more as a resource. You know, um, Big Fangio did a great job of of mixing his defensive personnel in the game, and and you know, it, it's it's offense is a little. Uh, a little different from the standpoint. I've got to get personnel on the field. We got to get the huddle call. You know, we got we got a forty second clock. So we we we're kind of we're on more of a of a tempo where he can substitute guys in and out a little bit easier. And so he was mixing up his personnel on on first down and and uh, you know first half he was mixing with a little nickel defense. Then in the second half he went with base and and so I just said, hey, we're going to go eleven personnel. A couple times we went straight empty. And still, still able to throw the ball even against their base defense when they when they played it against our eleven. So, just gave us a little better matchup at that time. Josh Adams played this one snap. Um, Josh. Josh played one snap. Well, why go with Wendell and Darren? Was that game specific, or was that just in the playoffs? You wanted better? Yeah, it was a little more a little more game specific in this one. Yeah. Were you thinking uh, sprint out on that fourth down play? Or I was. Else? I was. No, I was. And the fact that you have that open dialogue with Nick in, in big moments like that, is, is that some uh, stem from your experience playing the position and knowing what you would want as a quarterback in that moment? Because it seems like as a coach, you want almost like full control. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, they're playing the game, not me. I'm over there on the sideline where it's a little more, you know, relaxed. Um, they're the ones out there playing. And, and so it does come from you know, learning and watching through my days of playing and being a backup and watching, watching and just watching the the starter, whoever it was, you know, talking with the coordinator or talking with the position coach on the sideline, the offensive line coach with protections, whatever it is, and just having that conversation. I, I think things are changing for us anyway. I'd say back in those days too, it was more about the coaches making the decision and players just fall in line. Um, but listen, I, I learned too that, players make plays and they're the ones out there and if I don't if I don't show that I trust my guys then they'll turn they'll turn in a hurry and so I got to make sure that I'm trusting them and and as long as what they're saying is right and it's matching up to what we're seeing as coaches then then we can go forward why should fans think this will be different from the last game against the Lions what will be I think you just got to look at where we've come and, and what we've done. Um, you know, um, just the way this team has, has come together at the end of the season, you know, to be counted out with even about three games to go. And we had to go on really had to win our last three regular season games, even to be into the postseason. needed a little bit of help. But, but this, uh, 
you know, this team believes, this team believes in, in everything that we're doing. And, and you saw it yesterday. Um, and, and we're different, you know, we're, it's a different mindset and it's a different football team. Um, and we're, we're, we're a different group than when we played New Orleans the first time. And, and, um, you know, we're learned from it and uh, we'll obviously have been better since. Well, what changes is that everything matters. Everything you do matters in the postseason. Um, you know, you might be able to get away with something during the regular season because you got 16 games. But here when it's a, it's a one-game season, and so everything you do matters from, from you know, your, your, your rest, nutrition, um, you know, the way you practice, how much meeting time, are you spending extra time, all that stuff now um, – can can actually correlate to to winning or losing games and guys being in position. So um, I think that's the difference in when you get to the postseason um, that way. And, and our guys guys really do a good job of, of preparing themselves and, and and being ready for these games. Yeah, Carson uh, Carson's doing well. You know, he's still he's still getting healthy, um, and Nate Nate will still be the backup. What did Carson learn from watching Nick? Well, I mean, I, I think, I think one, you know, you know, Carson, he, he definitely wants to be out there and he wants to be with his teammates. And, 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 um, you know, I just think that he, uh, right now he's a great support for Nick. Um, and, and that's, that's huge because Nick, Nick has been that way for him. And, and, and that's a big, that's a big thing from going and going from starter to backup. That's hard. But then now you're in this position to, to really help the starter become become successful, but you know, I just think that uh, you know he, he sees how everything's kind of coming together, you know, and and you know whether it be the run game or the offensive lines playing well, or even even your skill position guys are, are making plays. I think that's all things that he's he's processing and and, and learning from, and and uh, will be will be better when he when he gets back out there. What's the reason? Well, you, listen. I mean, we keep we keep winning. Uh, we keep you know um, putting ourselves in a position to to be successful. You, you never know. You never know what what next week might might hold might might hold. So uh, we just keep that we keep that out. We've done it a lot this year. We kept Darren up all season. Um, you know, we've done it with other players this year. So Sidney Jones is another one that we keep we keep alive. So uh, we keep these guys coming, and uh, we'll see where they're at. You know, um, in another week. How about Mike yeah, they're both going to be day to day again. Um, you know, we'll see more on Thursday when we're out on the field uh, practicing. You know, live from both of those guys. Same practice. Same practice. Yeah, walkthroughs and then uh, practice on Thursday. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. My name is Bill Matz. I am the director of Fun and Games for Broad Street Hockey Radio Podcasts. And I am Kelly, the deputy managing editor of BroadStreetHockey.com. I'm Steph Driver, the NHL editorial manager for SB Nation. And I am Charlie O'Connor, lead Flyers writer for TheAthletic.com. 
And together we make up BSH Radio, one of the shows that you get at the SB Nation podcast family. We have a lot coming to you this year, and we want you to listen to our show. It is just an all-flyers, all-the-time show, so much content. I really hope you listen to it. It is a great piece of the SB Nation podcast family, along with all your other favorite sports. We all love hockey, specifically the Flyers. Let's go the Flyers. The hockey team, the Flyers.